Hello. Class of cannabis. It's been a glorious year. I want someone in here to stand to their feet and tell me their best way to smoke. Who will it be? You got what your name goes. Not him. We all agree. What's your best way to smoke? What's up with y'all out there? This is the Best Way to Smoke podcast, and you smoking with Big J. And Surfo Jr. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, and tell a friend. And today we got a special guest in the house. We got Modest Jones. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. How you doing? How you doing? Well, better now. Don't get me gassed up. Don't get me gassed up over here. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So, look, before we start with the show, we want to get into the best way to smoke tip. And um, we want to ask you, you know, if you got a tip for uh, for the people that you want to share. Yeah, definitely. Um, I believe the best way to smoke is smoke your way. So don't focus so much on other people's experiences, other people's stories. Listen to your body. You got to get in tune with yourself. Your body's going to tell you if something's working for you, what, what you want in your experience. And I would say go for it that way. You know, it always helps when you know what works for your body and what doesn't work. Even going in the dispensaries, talking to bud tenders, or even just knowing what terpenes or whether you're indica or sativa. But it's going to mm-hmm. be targeted to you and your specific endocannabinoid system. So my thing is like back on your mind, your business thing, you know what I mean? Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's that, that's that cannabis energy right there. Yep. Hey, mind your can of business. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so where, like, where are you from? Well, I'm originally from the East coast, but right now I'm on the West coast. I'm in Vegas. Uh, I moved to Vegas from New York 11 years ago. And I'm originally from Springfield, Massachusetts. Home of the Basketball Hall of Fame. <laughs> okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So this so, is actually my seventh state that I lived in, <laughs> but I've been here eleven years, so it's a right. sign. Okay. Yeah, you didn't. You, yeah, you didn't see. You know, you didn't seen a lot. Shit. <laughs> oh yes, I've seen a lot. So I have to wear my shades. Y'all can't be looking in my eyes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so your cannabis journey. When did your cannabis journey begin? Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know if I should be saying this, but uh, my cannabis journey began when I was 11 years old. Um, my sister was in a dance group with a bunch of Rastafarians and the dance group was called, well, the dance group was with Jamaican girls and their family members were Rastafarians. Mm-hmm. So the dance group was called Young and Unique and I wasn't much of a dancer. So I was always there hanging around and I kind of got t- taken under the wing of some Rastas which now, as I get near 40, I'm about to turn 40 this year, y'all. That's um, right. I'm, I'm That's really right. glad I did. I, I, like, I like how I turned out. Hey! <laughs> this is 40, guys. This That's right. 40. That's right. Looking good. Looking good. <laughs> good. Thank you. Thank you, Cannabis. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even <laughs> thought, like, nowhere near that. I would have thought you, like, like at least well, late you. 20s, early 30s. Well, I'm gonna take that as a compliment. But can I get that in writing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For real. Like, yeah. hey, thank you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, they say black don't crack, brown don't frown. We all see a lot of examples of that, but um, I am vegan. I uh I do consume my fair share of beautiful plants. I like to work with the plants for my healing. I don't work with the chemicals. I'm very sensitive. 
our beautiful creator has implemented some triggers in me. So I'm not really able to poison my body, not that I would want to, but it's been very clear since a young age that I cannot have certain things. So I think that helps. So when you say you work with the plants, like tell us what you mean by that, like with the healing and everything else. So for me, it's plant medicine. You know, people say things like, I have so many drugs. And I'm like, well, I don't know what you're talking about, but I don't know about that. But plants I've known for a very long time that that's the real medicine, mm -hmm. especially us as, um, you know, melanated people. We, I mean, I didn't always know. I didn't always have the awareness, but mm -hmm. I now truly feel the connection, the soul connection to nature, to Mother Earth. The fact that we are Mother Earth, especially as goddess women, you know what I mean? And sure. um, I call it working with cannabis, working with the plant, because mm -hmm. the medicine is there for what you need it for. You know, like uh, when I started off as a CBD activist is when I really first did my research and found out how those receptors really work and how they go in and just like fill in the areas that might need a little, little yeah. something, whether that's with the mood, your body, a headache, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, I, I mean... <laughs> I've done a lot of extensive research at this point and any ailment I could ever think of, I could find in a book and I could find a herb that would match up with it. So I use that to dig in and like do some deeper spiritual work and trauma healing and things like that within myself. Cannabis has been a great addition. Right, okay. right. So do, like, like, you know, oh, go ahead. no, I was just going to say, you know, Bob Marley was talking that talk decades ago mm -hmm. about the herbs like introducing mm -hmm. us to ourselves and helping us get a deeper connection to ourselves you know what i mean but you know a lot of people that have a lot of positive things to say get silenced you know even to this day so yeah we just make sure we keep all of our eyes open on that because we see y'all you see yeah. that we, we, we yep. see y'all yes. yep. I, got, I got another one right there we see y'all too for sure for sure <laughs> eyes everywhere <laughs> huh. most definitely dig it. so have you ever um followed um dr cb yeah, Dr. Dr. Sebi, I Sebi. did his, um, or Sebi, or, I've heard it many ways. Yeah, me too, our different me accents too. and dialects. Yeah. It's just all of our different accents and dialects, but we know who we're talking about. I um, I follow his um, food guide uh, for a while, mm -hmm. and I was coming off of, like, some vegetarianism, and I was going into, like, veganism, and um, it was really strict. It was very disciplined. And now mm -hmm. I'm hanging around a couple alkaline. I don't, they don't even call themselves vegan, but alkaline, they all follow Dr. Sebi. So for any of you guys that don't know, Dr. Sebi's um, food guide and his plan is all based on food that's naturally occurring. So man has had no hand in like creating hybrids or crossbreeding or cross yeah. whatever they, what is it? Germination, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's all naturally occurring. And it could be tough if you're not ready, but when your body is wanting that, I mean, I reached a level of clarity I've never reached in my life when I was doing that plan. And uh, it was, I was probably the crankiest I've ever been for like the first couple of weeks. Right, right. Mm. It's like, I, yeah. I'm liking, I'm loving what you're saying right now, but it's like, I'm not sure if I quite, you know what I'm saying, qualified to make this judgment because I'm not vegan by no chance. Right. I'm not like, None of that, right. by any chance. But I'm aware of Dr. Sabi. I'm aware of his works. I'm aware of 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 a lot of things. And it's like for you right. to, for you to come here and for you to speak freely about <laughs> the diet, the discipline of it. Yeah, it's like I respect yeah. that to the fullest because you have some people that, like me, 
who don't even know what it's like to be a vegetarian or mm. vegan or whatever it may be. Yeah. And they had just be straight biased towards it. Like, no, the man don't know what he's talking about. Nah, this, that, and the other. But it's like, just how you say is is discipline. Like, if you don't have well, self-discipline here. You said it better. Right. Right. You said it better than anyone, though. Listen to this. How are you out here vegan and you're going for the cause of, like, keeping animals safe or whatever and you're not good vibes like so i'm gonna mm-hmm. just rip your head off you eat meat uh-huh. so now <laughs> like, that just defeated the whole purpose of everything real. we're doing so like that's so first of all the mindset the energy that's gonna be first and foremost and we just talked about it with the plant like your body's gonna tell you what it needs what mm-hmm. it wants if you're weak you're miserable you're cramping you're breaking out that should tell you like something's not right and for me any doctor could say Oh, you have irritable bowel. Oh, you carry your stress in your stomach. Well, I'm not cramping now that I'm not eating certain things. I'm not breaking out now that I'm not eating certain things. And, you know, I, I had a brunch with some candle ladies today. And one of the girls was talking about uh, your body and like, you know, chlorophyll being a natural deodorant, but just how she didn't like her smell so much until she changed her diet. Like mm-hmm. when she changed her diet, she started to like her smell more. And even she put me on to rubbing the key limes under your armpits after the shower, you don't even need deodorant, man. Huh. Beautiful. Yeah, so, that, I mean, that's the, right if natural. we go back to yeah. the plants, we gotta go back to the plants, man. That's where we came from. Uh, we've, a lot of things were, a lot of our rituals, traditions, uh, you know, a lot of things were removed from our culture and it's time to bring them back. That's right. So how long have you been on this particular journey dealing with the plants and being a vegan? Well, okay, so I the first time I did the Dr. Sebi that I was telling you guys, that was probably like, I want to say like three years ago, um, I did it. And then after that, I kind of graduated back to like regular vegan. Now, I'm allergic to soy, so I can't, I don't do all that fake um, meats and all the crazy stuff. I don't like stuff. soy either. And I also get, I, oh no, my body, I, I, I had soy, my mom was a vegetarian when I was growing up at a certain point, And I drank some soy milk and my tongue swelled up and like I was going to die. Man. Like my throat was closing, like I wasn't gonna make it. So it, I, I mean, a lot of our Moorish guys, our Black Israelite Hebrew type guys, they'll tell you that we're all allergic to soy. And then I read some studies about why the women's restroom was so much nastier than the men's, and they were saying it was soy. And there's a lot of reproductive things I've read about soy that's kind of yucky. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people are like vegan, yeah, and I'm better than you because I'm vegan. I'm gonna eat all this soy, and it's like not because that's not it. Like you know what I mean? Right. Um, you gotta you gotta be happy, right? So if you're gonna be miserable, let's not do it. So back then I did it. I shifted back into regular vegan, where I was like cooking up um, cauliflower things that Dr. Sebi doesn't approve because it's not naturally occurring. Mm-hmm. I was doing right. like buffalo cauliflower, kicking my cravings, stuff like that, and then I went from that to vegetarian because I was craving cheese. So I went back to vegetarian, craving cheese, and eventually I went back to pescatarian, which is just the seafood. And I was eating a lot of seafood boils. I think my sons were getting sick of seafood boils. And I went on a spiritual retreat. And when I went on the retreat, this is probably like, I want to say you guys, two years ago, I went on a spiritual retreat. We were in a deep meditation. I have fasted leading up to it. We were like fasting when we started there and then we went to just vegetables and water and um when i was meditating the dude i was with at the time was like a fish in my meditation and um 
like not like a shark, but just like a fish. And it like traumatized me. So I didn't want to eat fish no more when I came out of it. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that sounds like a crazy story. You're like, what, what kind of mushrooms was y'all eating over there? Oh, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, you know, what me and my tribe are into is not like, you know, that's between me and my tribe. Uh-huh. But uh, that happened. And then like, I got this message inside that the animals were like affecting my moods. And I realized mm. that when my dude that I used to be with used to always grill and I was out heating meat, I was like savage mode. I was kind of like aggressive. And I realized the clarity I had through the Dr. Sebi and then mm. any of the meat was like making me moody. Like it was kind of like making me kind of sad and some meat like was making me kind of depressed. And that's not really a word that I'm into. But when I started eliminating the meat, I started feeling hella better, very energized, needed less sleep alkaline water i'm needing more like less sleep i have more energy and i just trusted my body and started learning how to supplement like proteins pea protein chickpeas garbanzo beans and then with the covid thing the dairy i realized how much phlegm we get from the Mm -hmm. dairy and like i just got like turned off cheese was like the hardest thing for me to kick like until i found bio life cheeses like cheese was so hard and then that's when i became from vegetarian back to vegan now I'm probably closer to Dr. Sabi than I have been in all those years now because I started juicing with the homeboy. I bought a juicer. Uh, my partner with this new hookah lounge I started, Alan Anderson, the retired NBA player, he's alkaline. So he's always with the yeah. juices, always with the teaching and the education. It's the education for me. If I could research and grow, and especially grow with people that care like you guys, even mm-hmm. just being interested, yep. it's so much easier. And I love to cook. You got to know how to cook and season some food, y'all. Because you don't sure. know how to season no food. You're going to be hungry. For sure. Hungry. So, so, like, being a, being a stoner and being a vegan and into the plants and, like, more <laughs> into the Dr. CB um, kind of meal plan, is it, is, do you get them munchies and cravings for, for shit you probably ain't supposed to have? Or, what, or was that before funny? early on? You know what's funny? I, I was always, like, a munchie person until I learned how to ask bud tenders <laughs> What's the appetite suppressant? Which you guys, it's humulene. Terpenes are my jam. Humulene is the appetite suppressant. However, like you can always talk to them and the most of them could tell you like what's not going to give you the munchies. You know, somebody was teasing me about um, vegans the other day saying, what do vegans eat when they get home from a night of drinking? And I don't drink anymore at all, but I was like laughing because they were like, what y'all eat celery sticks, like salads? <laughs> Not necessarily what you're craving when you like go out, but I do fry oyster mushrooms, which give you kind of like oysters vibes. Mm-hmm. And my kids like making little dipping sauces for them. So that's a good one. Avocado oil, fry some oyster mushrooms. I dip them in banana flour. I season them all up. I still season my vegetables and marinate them overnight like I used to do my meat. So it's the same kind of vibe. Do you use the grapeseed oil? I used to use grapeseed oil for like my um, frying and like hot, you know, cause certain oils are not good for heat, like yep. high heat, like olive, olive oil, oil yep. is not supposed to be it. So yeah, we back, we had a, we had some technical difficulties, but we're <laughs> back in action. With Modest John. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I kind of learned not to like do interviews out in the sun. It's 101 actually, I said 100, it's 101. Uh, man. So. Man. Here, I could show you guys my eyes now because I'm not in the sun anymore. 
<laughs> so right now, so since we back, we just had a brief conversation. You was telling us about the plans, the the Dr. Sabi discipline and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. So just to like kick back in, like what's your favorite strain to like to, to smoke with your indica or sativa <sighs> hybrid? What is it? So definitely indica. Um, uh-huh. I like heavy indica, like gassy. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's my favorite. Um, Right now, I was telling you guys I was smoking the Takao GMO. Mm -hmm. Really, really like GMO. A lot of us um, indica heavy consumers like GMO. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because, I mean, it has a little limonene in it, but when you, like, smoke some of that, you just want to, like, lay out, like, for real. So Mm -hmm. that's the one. That's that power power. Man, <laughs> funny choice of words. You right, <laughs> the power, power. Uh. <laughs> all right, it, it was yeah. something. It was something I like. Like I was going across your page, your Instagram page. Y'all all go ahead. Like all our viewers, all I follow and follow. Check out Modest Jones. And up in the headline, you. you got right there the plants. Me? What did I do? No, it's it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect because you got right there. The plants have enough spirit to transform our limited vision. To me, that right there, yeah. it, it 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 spoke a lot of different volumes because you have a lot of different plants out there that, like, if you just pay attention, it's more than just beauty there. What do you? Yeah. What, what did you mean by like? What what's the message you wanted to put across with that? Uh, so you know, we still have some stigma, of course, lots of stigma um, around the plant, and just overall closed-mindedness in general. I feel like even we kind of touched on it a little before on what Bob Marley said, the plants have the answers, um, definitely moving towards the healing and the medicine, but mm-hmm. also like we could turn to as a plant to expand our mind and elevate our levels of thinking and understanding and transcend. Um, being more open to the plant, I do believe makes a lot of us a bit more spiritual, more empathetic allows more synchronicities, just the things that I've learned to find so delicious in my life experience, like those things. So I do feel like um, individuals that don't have respect or love and are are not working with plants in some respect definitely have a more limited vision than those of us that believe in the plant and are consistently empowered by the plant, if you will. That's dope. Yep. Because it's that like- woman, that Rosemary Gladstar, the lady I got that quote from, you go on her page, I have it linked on there. She, uh-huh. man, she's like a little botanist. She be in there. She knows about her plants and she'll tell you which ones are going to heal you and all those things as well. So I had to do a little special shout out to her because I just like her style. Mm, that's that's right. right. Shout out to Rosemary Gladstar. Yep. That's right. Yep. Yeah, and I like that. So you guys, <laughs> no, go I'm ahead. getting wild over here. Let me show you. So uh, you guys might have seen this the other day. I posted, but I got my little Takao bag and now I'm home. So I have all of the goodies with me. Right. So bag that bag that's it. Bag that had to grind that shit, but I already rolled the J. Got it in the dupe tube. Got my Takao lighter. I rolled it on my rolling tray. My roll that shit. That's right. <laughs> I had these rolling trays too. These you just like fold them up. Fold them up. Crumble it's up in there. Disposable. Yep, and then you can just like shake it right in there. Yep. Got all my little goodies, you know. I don't know you where like, I, 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 I was gonna use the the um matches because they say like that shit but 
You know I've been using my wick. You guys about mm -hmm. this wick life? Yeah. Okay. Yep, the and then wick. smoke it is the ashtray. I never get to show that because it's always at home. Mm -hmm. But yeah. You use so the wick to wick, light your weed? You just just spark the wick up and then from yeah. the wick to the G's yep, on it? to the J. Mm-hmm. I was getting it ready. I put in the little ashtray. You guys can't see all the action right now. And what the significance of lighting a joint with the with the wick, like what's the significance with that? So it's to um, make you live longer, really. It's to avoid the fumes, uh -huh. um, everything that comes from the lighter. And actually, I like the taste of it. Um, one of the homies, he's always using the wick and he swears by it. Mm -hmm. Everyone that smokes with us now is trained. They know he's going to talk shit if they don't use the wick. But it actually tastes better. That's what I noticed first. I've heard that too, though. Like lighting it with the wig, it it it, it takes away from the fumes, this, that, and the other. Yep. Even yeah, even like when you when you're taste. using a bowl, like use the wig, and it's like you less burning your fingers, this, that, and the other. Yep. So, so see, so, so now I get to smoke with y'all. That's up. right. That's I right. Mean, I was high when we started too, but man, we were <laughs> we was too. So so we know you're a stoner for sure. So how long have you been an advocate for cannabis? So my CBD activism actually started in 2018 or 17 with that Champs. Right. That show, that's when I tapped into CBD, CBD, but I've been working with Vegas Cannabis Magazine and Tahoe Cannabis Magazine. Vegas Cannabis Magazine, I've been working with them since before they started. The magazine started in 2014. Okay. And um, I've been with them, like, I've been, I was their bartender, the the editor and her husband, the the couple that owns it since 2013. So we've been building that. And that definitely helped bring cannabis into the mainstream more, I think, from the underground, well, what we call, they call them the legacy market now, or getting fancy. Yeah. So, Cause you yeah, can, so. Cause you, you, you can you think saying? back, like when the festivals, like you said, the legacy market though, but when the festivals used to have, you know, all the weed out there, you know, you could buy as much as you want. It was it was so much. Yeah. yeah it was way different back then. You talking about some wild sessions? Yep. Yeah. Them old school kush stocks. Yeah. People getting like chased down the street by the cops. No, nah, not those. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> That's extreme fun. <laughs> yeah, they would have blast off a bazooka with like <laughs> hella smoke in it. And then what the you cops smoking on? everyone. She's that GMO. This is that GMO. That GMO. Oh, that GMO. Okay, okay. <laughs> Give me I, can, <coughs> I can see that already put you up there at a cloud nine and past it. Yeah, man. That was I quick, though. Back out of you guys want to look at them. You want to see the eyes or do you need me? I got to put man, my face I think that had transferred over here. I done got high off of some of that. <laughs> That's right. Um, Come on, I just went to school shopping with the kids. I deserve this. Yeah, for real. Yeah. For real. So, so what, what, what you been up to, like, as of lately, what you working on as of late, uh, like in the cannabis industry? Well, it's exciting that you asked that because recently <coughs> I took a, a step back from all the, um, liquor and all the beverage promotions I've done over the years. Like I told you guys, I don't even drink mm -hmm. anymore. So it's different when you're out there being passionate and being in your purpose and knowing, like, I know at this point I have a light to shine in a way that people like gravitate towards me. And I'm trying to convince them to drink stuff that I wouldn't drink. And mm. it just wasn't it for me anymore and not in line with my purpose. So I've been full force in the cannabis. 
You guys may know I host the whole Cannabis Awards tour. I co-host with Stoner Rob. Yeah, uh, yeah we were about that. Which one? That Destination Orange County. Orange County. Yeah. Oh, Orange County was lit. Yep, it was. Oh, I love that one when we, that's when we had them shrooms. Remember that? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun night. Huh. Yo, I don't know what we allowed to say or not. I didn't get any like uh disclaimer or any kind of thing, but. Uh, right, right. Yeah, you can talk, shit. say what you want. Well, I mean, I got to kind of low key tell the shroom story because it's a good story it's, mm -hmm. and it's short. But people kept giving us stuff while we was on the stage hosting, like trying to give us stuff from the front row. And they would just come up and give us stuff. And somebody came up with the, I got to put my J out for this. Uh. Somebody came up with these ginormous mushrooms, like low key, like hormone mushrooms, right? Like they were just huge. <laughs> yeah. And they hand us these big mushrooms and Rob looks at me and he's like, we're not eating this up here. And I was like, well, he was like, you want to do a little bit? I said, yeah, we should do a little bit, right? And literally at the same time as I take the cap, I scoop some out, I crumble it up, I shake it in my mouth. At the same time, Rob takes the stem and goes, ow. <laughs> so I'm going like this with the cap. And, huh. and it just showed me exactly us and like uh -huh. our balance, like our yin and yang. And then, you know, we only microed. It was like a little bit. But progressively, so this is probably midway through the show. So progressively, for the last four hours of the show, you see me and Rob like slowly, like start on our little trip. Like so crazy. And I'm looking around, like, am I in heaven? Like I'm making eye contact with every single person I can, like making a connection with every single person I can in the audience, like all while I'm having this like moment. Because you know, if you do a little bit, wow. you gotta kind of tap in, right? You kind of mm -hmm. tap into that third eye. You kind of like vibe in and you're just going to up elevated mood, you know? So I was like, man, y'all just shifted the whole cannabis awards to the shroom awards now. Like huh, it was man. just crazy. I was going to ask, do, do you think like, like, cause now shrooms is kind of being like, like popularized throughout mm -hmm. the cannabis community. So do you it think is. that's like kind of blended in like with the cannabis community? Like it goes hand in hand or? What do you think? I must say, I think that I admire the ambition of our community to be like, okay, now that we're like trying to make this more mainstream, we're getting this into the mm -hmm. homes. It's a household plant now. We're just going to throw the shrooms in there for you. are going to take it to this next level. Huh. But um, I just feel like there's an awareness. And as we like to say in Method Man's world, the cream is rising to the top now. Mm -hmm. So I see a lot of the higher level thinkers kind of like I don't know we're the ones that are still around right now like I, I must say I mean God bless all of our angels and all the spirits and all the non-physical because thank God I have cheerleaders in the greater heaven or the beyond or whatever you guys want to call it because right. I know they push me y'all be pushing me to do everything I do my ancestors everything like that but I'm just saying like we're here and we're here in our purpose and it's such a strange energetic time like i just feel like for everyone and the we're tapping in and we're getting people to expand and my whole thing is i know mushrooms can be a lot for people and talking about plants can mm -hmm. be a lot because when mike tyson goes on and he talks about like toad or whatever have you you get some people that are like whoa like finally somebody's talking about it and it's a black person like this is important because in our community i feel like 
and in my like community that I grew up in, and I mean, you guys, I'm sure you understand, right. is just not it, like not so widely accepted without creating the opportunity for some type of conversation mm -hmm. where it has to be like, have to like explain myself. Like it's like, oh. well, it's like yeah, I've never say, tried like, them. I've never yeah. tried room, no. Well, now we hear about the microdosing, but I feel like when we were kids, we were like, just eat a bunch of shrooms, like put them on the pizza, put them in the bag of chips, like whatever, like, um, and kids, I mean like high school or what, I don't, I don't know. I went to, I went to a predominantly white school that was like right outside. It was like the suburb outside of my inner city. Right. And I'm a young girl that was born in the projects. I don't know if anybody knows that, but we now like have houses. Um, Project but baby to project my mom, baby. But my mom's in on Martha's Vineyard, and that's where one of our houses now, Oak Bluff. So she built that as a single mom. Me, my brother, my sister uh, put herself through nursing school. Is now a doctor of nursing, medical director, all these things. And oh, the funny thing about her, she was always talking shit about me smoking weed. Uh -huh. Like, oh, you got the munchies? Is that why you're in the fridge? You're smoking the marijuana again and everything. And then more recently, she's seen my work and she's been a part of it. She's been a, met the like normal. She's been a part of so many things and watching me grow and build things and watching me just function and operate and elevate with the cannabis. She's like on the uh, National, um, uh, National Association of Cannabis Nurses or whatever have you. And she wrote a medical journal article and- That's dope. I mean, she believes in it now. She's more focused on her own practice, moving towards holistic. I mean, I just see the positive change mm -hmm. and kind of even just that moment where you're like, I'm gonna do like my self care and do what makes me happy first. And I'm seeing that in her too. And I do think that that comes along with our plant society as well. So um, with the shrooms, same kind of thing, like just a more elevated level of thinking. Again, you have to know your body. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't dive head first into the shrooms. It's just like a whole different ball game. Um, I did shrooms in the rain when I was a kid, like in high school, going to that school, I learned a lot of, it was very hippie spirit. I was. I learned a lot about Jim Morrison and Jimi Hendrix even and um, Pink Floyd and watching right, right. freaking Dark Side of the Moon, Wizard of Oz and playing Dark Side yeah. of the Moon and all the shit, like all the things, no. like, you know? So I knew, but then, you know, college came. That was a bit wild. I went in at 17. I was wild. I was in Boston area. It was off the chain. Uh -huh. And then I, once I repeated my junior year, I quit smoking weed for a while. And that was around the time I was like moving my way into the hip hop industry. So it wasn't about the psychedelics at all. At that point, it was more like drinking and everybody was smoking, smoking but I had stopped smoking when I had to do my junior year over again in college. I had stopped pretty much everything. You know what I mean? But I ended up rolling some blunts. I remember Deck really liked my Dutch. I rolled for him before Inspector Deck. So that kind of, I was building that relationship with Wu-Tang, which as you guys see now, that was in my early 20s. You see now right. I'm about to be 40 and I'm still cultivating my Wu-Tang with my Takao. That's right. That's right. So it's That's all gone nice. full circle. So it was no real mushrooms for me or anything like that during those times. And then now more recently with them being so available and the microdosing thing, I had never thought about having such a small amount. And I remember a boss, one of my managers gave me some when I was working on Newport Beach, just a little microdose. We were doing a cannabis event and it like really uplifted my day. I'm in the ocean. 
it was just good. It was just a little pick me up. I didn't go off into any like colorful land or anything like that. It was just a little. Right. Um, but if I want an experience like that, like in nature, or I'm just connecting, or I'm healing through something, um, you know, I think there's a place and a time for everything. If you feel like you're gonna become better on the other side of it, and it's just eliminating mm -hmm. that fear and just tapping into what what you want, what your soul is telling you, and trusting your guidance, your gut, and your intuition, you know what I mean? Trust in the creator, like mm -hmm. first and foremost, of course, like, you know, and yeah, anything that's going to like make me be able to fulfill the purpose more or like bring more people to the light, I'm willing to do it. So tapping in a little with the plants has helped me heal a lot of things that help me heal a lot of people and help save some lives. And that's super important, right? Yes, yes indeed. Most definitely. And it's like, I want to point it out too, though, like as you keep referring to the plants and it's like, like that's like to me, you gotta go beyond just the surface of that plant. And it's like if you yeah. pay attention to what you've been saying right here in every walk, like the within a journey of of your life that you portraying to us, it's like you 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 try to know something about it before you can say something about oh, it. Oh yeah. I read you know, it. So like you, crazy. you educated yourself, you know, it's like a, it seemed as if somebody like offer some information to you you didn't just take it biasly you took it and was like okay oh, that yeah. like thank you for the heads up and it's like and it seemed as if like that better you as an individual and that's making okay. it like real big to to I those see where this out, is going. you know and it's so, like so, I, I like that okay okay so this is the part in the show where i'll give everybody some free game that i would typically charge for because i feel like i was just inspired to do so. So you guys are really good at your job. This is all, yes, this is yes. all really good. Okay. Here, hold on. Let's take like a little moment here. We're going to take a little moment because uh, I feel some uh, nuggets coming up for everyone's happy meal. So hold on one minute. I'm just going to, uh, <sighs> so. As I get closer to 40, I realize that I become what some would like to call more of a um, knowledge seed than, you know, more of a knowledge seed. Let's just say that. So we got to take a minute sometimes because one of the most powerful lessons I ever learned was two ears, one mouth. I talk a lot. My granddad talks a lot. My mom talks a lot. Kids talk a lot. However, two ears, one mouth, super important. Because the more I quiet, I do learn a lot and observing. And it's not just opening your ears, it's opening your eyes, all of them, and your senses, like as a multi-sensory human. A lot of us are using more parts of our brain than statistics would like to say. But yes, I like to open books and read them. And when I don't have a moment to read them, I like to play them and clean and do whatever I'm doing. My hands are busy, drive or whatever. And I like to absorb information. And I take in a lot of information as a multi-sensory human. Like I see a lot, see a lot of things people don't realize I'm seeing. I hear a lot of things people don't realize I'm hearing. And I hear from people sometimes that I might play like I'm dumb, but as they tap in, they start to realize that, I mean, we all know something about something, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I love to, Again, if I don't know a word, I like to post a word of the day. I like vocabulary. I love words. I just like to um, just tap in and keep growing and keep elevating all the time. So I'm not going to really talk to you about anything unless I fully know. 
from my perception, from my perspective, um, or I can back it up, but what is back it up rather than your internal system being like, oh, like how I feel right now, you guys, I just didn't want to cancel this at all. So I just did everything I had to do to make it to do this with you guys. But it feels so good, but I'm holding my core in and I'm breathing right and I'm dressed right and I'm just right. And and I'm taking into consideration all lives and I'm with you guys. And I didn't even know who I was dealing with, but I was like, I know this name because I've seen this name and I know these guys and we've been supporting each other. Like I know these these dudes and these kings. Now I see you. I had no idea who I was going to see at all or what I was in for. It's not like goofy in any kind of way. It breaks stigma in so many ways. I've been touring the country talking about um, being a black person, a person of color, but a woman in the industry, just, just narrowing it down, like label by label by label and talking to women and uplifting and telling things from my perspective and asking people, what did you want to ask? Like, what would you want to ask a black girl? What do you want to know? Cause I know you want to know something. I could tell how you looking at me like that you want to know something. And it's the synchronicities for me at this point, you guys, like the plant is I'm learning is a plant of synchronicities because other people talk about it. But for me in this moment, it really shows me I'm on the right track. It shows me a lot of moves I made. Some of them were not my best moves y'all. I'll be honest, but how people can come around full circle and a story of forgiveness a story of a young woman that was such a bird brain. Like I can say it myself, like Mm -hmm. that's raising three young Kings dolo. Like my twins are 15 now, my eight year old turning nine. And just like a story of coming around full circle and understanding oneself and loving oneself and growing into a name like modest that my dad gave me. He didn't give me much. God bless him. Thank you. I mean, he gave me my DNA. He gave me much. He gave me much. He gave what he could, but he gave me that name. And I, I wasn't with it when I was younger, but I'm growing into I'm growing into that name. But think about, I'm gonna be so straight with y'all and y'all might just freak out. And I know I've been talking, but this is gonna make it so worth it. That's what we're here during for. The time, during the time when I got into all that mess. Now I'm not saying I never made a mistake consuming or anything. During that time I got into all that mess. Remember I told you guys I stopped smoking weed for 10 years? Uh-huh. That's those years that I almost paid a lawyer to take hell of shit off the internet. Like I almost, I talked to DJ Vlad, I asked him to take the shit off. I, I, all these things happened, right? And then it was like, I don't know, it was a few hundred dollars. At that time it might've seemed like more money than it was, right? And I decided not to do it because I started talking to girls and like, I was like, no, like, let me show them. They like, they want to be in a music video. You know what I mean? They want to be with the rappers. They want to, you know what I mean? And nothing I love rappers. Y'all see me, I'll be with rappers, but I'm, but I'm saying like, it's still, it's something in the way you carry yourself, the way you view yourself. And most, most like first and foremost, the way you love yourself. For sure. Like, for sure. And demand to be loved that way or love from afar. Love you over there. Stay over there. Yeah. Like you stay over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's just like all of that. I'm gonna tell you those 10 years, I was not consuming cannabis in any way. I'm sure there was alcohol in the mix. I'm sure, you know, um, there wasn't no psychedelics or anything like that. It was probably alcohol. And that's when, I don't know, some of that stuff I look back on, I'm not a regretful person. I don't believe in that. Like I'm a person of reverence. 
I'm, I'm into the understanding of the lesson and the lesson you share with others. Like I was saying with the girls, the young girls to show them I did that. I have a picture like that too, but no, like. There's something better out there. Yep. There's just something better to become. There's so many ways to transmute energy and transform and metamorphosize and just uh, emulate and be like what we are, which is one with the earth. You know what I mean? It's just, yep. yes, indeed. and this is how you do it. Most definitely, <laughs> most definitely. Yeah. And you get rewarded. People don't forget, man. And they see and they say, okay, okay. I see. I see you. I got something for you, you know? And you gotta fought for the best of yourself too. So, I mean, with that, look at that transition with the plant though. So I grew back into the plant after I had my little one. He's he'll be nine in January. I needed it to work through getting leaving his dad, loving myself, just time down, done breastfeeding, me time out on the swing, me to kick it, the homies, yeah. whatever. And things started to really open up, me not being afraid to apologize. And just learning how to just be with myself and just be with myself, you know what I mean? And not be afraid to eat alone, smoke alone, you know? At times I wouldn't want to drink alone or whatever. And now, I just, you know? But, um, yeah, and I came at the same time as the plant started to become a business. Like, what well, was always a business, like, in college, like, Ace of Hydro and all that, you know? Right. A legit, like that we ain't getting well i can't say we're not getting locked up right. uh man so that so we shouldn't be getting locked up right. <laughs> don't let, get let me, me started let me ask you a question so what do you what do you feel about the decriminalization of um with the bill that that, that we trying to get passed yeah try is a tough word for me to digest especially when people said we were doing this man. and it's a try and it went backwards and i was just playing a game called sorry and it was like Oh, you just did all this work and now you're going backwards. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't feel like that as a community because I see, I see what's right is right. Love is always going to win. So just yeah. give in to the love, give in to the love. We know you're greedy. We know the money feels good. We know we like to get naked and swim in the money. Yes, it's magnificent. Um, swim in the love and the abundance will always come. Your intentions are so important. Um, the, you know, to the creator, to all of us souls, to the plants, like your intentions. If the intention behind it is not coming from a place of love, then it's not coming from the creator. Mm -hmm. And I want no parts of it. So I am ready and willing to put forth whatever energy I have to transmute, transform, and just I'm ready to work toward the cause of freeing any and every person that is imprisoned for a nonviolent marijuana crime. Yes, I, we agree. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Like I am thinking about us talking to our friends about going to the amusement park in Arizona and smoking weed and being able to consume in public. Yep. And then I'm thinking about what people could be going through night after night after night after night in prison and jail. Yep, where we talk about this shit all the time. Weed everywhere are you? freaking serious like i hope every person listening and i keep teasing everybody but i'm serious saying it's a goddess season i hope every single person listening and i must do a special shout out to my goddesses as we talk about this feminine plant like i love my men i know why you're here i get it you're my kings gods i get it but my goddesses this season i want to use you to use every emotion every tear you cry every tear you see me cry every 
everything you feel and hear, everything, and transmute that shit. Transmute it with your power and into the beauty that this earth deserves, man, because that is so ugly. Let those guys go. I'm not trying to hear sure. it. Whatever paper, let's do it right now. I got mad shit I got to do when we hang up right here. I'm going to do it right now. So do it right now and let them out because people, like, souls are paying for that. Like, yeah. Yes, indeed. The, yes, don't indeed. be, don't have the power. And nobody asked you, Siri or Alexa or whoever's talking right now. I'm sorry about that. But don't have the power. Don't have the the ability. Don't have the finances to do this and not do it, y'all. Y'all buying jails and stuff. Yeah, that's what, yeah. I get it. I get why people are. I get it. I get why jails were created. I understand. However, where's the intentions behind what you're doing? Because you might feel like you're sitting real pretty now. You got all the things and the eh, 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 and the eh, 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 right? But it's coming because there's always a counter. There's always a counter good to the not so great. They're right here, yin and yang. And you're not getting away with nothing. You're not getting away with nothing if your intentions aren't right. So just let go of all that and find a way to remove yourself. Like I had to do with recent, some companies, some brands, you'll see kind of funneling into individuals. Had to remove myself because when I can't be good to somebody, I'm not even being around. I don't fucks with you. If you don't fucks with me, I don't. Like, Mm -hmm. because we got to be able to support one another. I'm going to learn this trust. I'm going to learn how to trust y'all. I'm setting the intention right now. I'm going to learn how to trust and do this in a cohesive unit. All of our businesses, we're going to learn how to unify. Some of our cultures are better at unifying than others. We're going to learn how to unify. We're going to teach each other, each one teach one. And we're gonna transmute some energy, y'all. We're gonna make some change. We're gonna free some prisoners for sure. Oh, yes. that's, that's the, what we're that's doing. The vibe. That's, that's what it the is. We're doing last yep. prisoner project, azxpunge.com. Like, let's go. The list goes on. Like, let's go. Oh, yes. And with Don't that make me cry. In said, front of the people. No, we ain't finna cry no more because we got that's our time right there. That's our time. We're here with the with, with Modest Jones. I'm telling you, she yeah. just filled the room with a whole lot of Jones. love, information, and all. Yep. Check her out. Yep, and we de- talked Yep, no, it's all good. And because we, we definitely gonna do a part two to this and yeah. get you back okay. on. Maybe we can get you in person if you're in Cali or something. Yeah, that'd like be that. great. Yep. Yeah, I'll be out there. I'll be out there uh, in a couple weeks. Okay, I'm telling cool, you, I wish cool. we had some more time. <laughs> yep, yep. So that's look. okay. I got more for you. It's all genuine. It's all here. So it's going to come back out. For it sure. keeps yes, coming indeed. out. Yes, indeed. For sure. Thank so you. My... Yeah. Um, can you have everybody follow me at Modest Jones on IG? is like my business card. So that's really the one you want. Right. You can find all kinds of things. And you can always hit me up in Vegas Cannabis Magazine, y'all. Yes, yep. Modest Jones. Yep. That's where the smoke. Yep. Peace. Thank you. Thank you. Peace.